Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, all I got to say is we got a repeat offender up in here, a repeat (laughs) offender, and we are loving it. We have talked with this young lady before, and she is awesome, and I'm so happy that, and we are both very happy to have her back on the show. Bryce, we talked to her a good bit ago. I know that uh, we, we have much love for her, so I will pass it to you for a quick introduction before we get into it. Well, we have today Miss Linda Paulding, and we're so excited to have her back on because who else do we talk to that knows as much about tennis as they know about pickleball? And we all know the, I don't know, contention, the relationship, the battle that is happening between the tennis players and the pickleball players. Um, but in addition to talking to Linda today, uh, she has recently written a book called Never Limit Yourself. And although on the cover she has a pickleball paddle and a tennis racket, I suspect she's talking a little more and a little deeper than just tennis and pickleball. Uh, So without further ado, we welcome back to Brothers on Tennis, Miss Linda Paulding. Thank you so very much. So guys, it's so wonderful to see both of you again and I'm so proud of what you accomplished since the last time we've been together. I think it's been over a year now and uh, just continues much success and many blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you for this opportunity. Absolutely. No, like I said, we we absolutely love having you on the show. We love talking to you. You are a wealth of knowledge. And again, you've been on that the side of pickleball. You were at the at the forefront of when pickleball really started kicking off. So we just kind of want to talk to you to get you and get an update from you first and foremost. So I know that you were kind of thinking about doing some tour spots the last time we spoke. And yeah, interested in kind of what's been going on with Linda Paulding since we talked. Well, you know, actually, um, I do uh, have played and have played a number of pickleball tournaments. Of course, I don't play as much tennis, but I still do teach tennis. Uh, What has been going on with me is um, I am in the Palm Springs area. So during the the summer, it gets extremely hot here. So we have to seek uh, work other places and get maybe 120. Nobody wants to play anything at that time, but jump in the swimming pool (laughs) and play in the pool. So um, I actually, uh, last summer, obtained through Pickleball an opportunity to go there and start a program in the Hamptons. Such a beautiful place. Oh, my gosh. A lot tons of celebrities like Beyonce and Jay-Z and so forth and so on. And it was a fantastic opportunity for me. One of the greatest experiences I have have had in terms of celebrities. And uh, they were all interested in pickleball. So I I was there and enjoyed the time there. And uh, again, it gave me an opportunity uh, to see a little bit of uh, another side of the world. <laughs> so, and then this past summer, I actually taught in Martha's Vineyards. Martha's Vineyards is, I mean, I have not gone, I, and I've traveled to Paris, and I've gone to every uh, major uh, tennis tournament except the Australian Open, and I need to go there soon. But um, Martha's Vineyards like no place I've ever been. Just fantastic. And I also worked with a, a, a club there in regards, primarily pickleball, but taught some tennis as well. Here, 
I am uh, with the Marriott, uh, obtained the opportunity last year, about a year or so ago. And with the Marriott comes the Rich Carlton. So a lot in my life has changed. I just published a book right prior to going to Martha Vineyards. So now I'm at the process of just uh, promoting my book and 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 uh, 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 another sport is just developed, Padel. And so I'm also uh, including that in the process, but primarily pickleball and tennis have been uh, uh, wonderful for me. And uh, I use both of them. When I teach tennis, I tell, I talk to people about pickleball. When I teach pickleball, I talk to them about tennis. They say, well, how you, you're so good, how you have the touch and all. I tell them I first started in tennis. So pickleball was relatively easy for me. So it's just been a fantastic journey. So, Linda, let's talk about your book. What an accomplishment now to be a published author uh, and to put your voice out there in print. But, you know, for our listeners and our viewers, mm-hmm. what's in your book? What what can they look forward to to reading and understanding from your perspective? You know, that's a very good question, Bryce. Let me just say this before I get into the book. I, in Martha's Vineyards, they paid me and uh, they wrote me a check. And I went to the bank because my bank was not in Martha's. And I was just quickly, you know, just kind of rushing. And I went into the bank and they were asking me for all type of identification. And and Bryce and, and, and Isaac, somebody said, show them your book. And I showed them my license. And well, you have a passport or whatever. I brought on my book. And they said, oh, my gosh, that's your passport. You don't need anything else. That's when I knew then, Bryce that things had changed. And I was going like, they said, oh, she's an author. And I was like, oh my gosh, can we get your autograph? And I was going like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm in Martha's Vineyard, so humble and everything. But that's when I realized that being an author is really tremendous. Now, my book talks about pickleball and tennis. I knew it was going to be sort of a riff Isaac and Bryce in regards to the sports because they're occupying the same real estate. Now, at this current time, uh, many uh, uh, clubs and various facilities are beginning to just build pickleball courts. But And I'm talking about just in, in the past several months or so. But prior to then, so many tennis courts were turned into pickleball courts. Yes, they were. So the tennis people were not happy because they no longer had the dominance and and all and and could go play tennis whenever they wanted to. And so pickleball actually uh, helped in many ways to keep some of those tennis facilities going. So uh, from that, uh, it became a situation with with the recreation parks, with the country clubs. What are we going to do? And so, um, therefore, what they did as a quick method was to take the, the tennis courts and just uh, restripe them, whatever they, their process was, into pickleball courts. So, they, if you have one, you can take one tennis court and turn it into four pickleball courts. So, that's more people. So, with more people, what, what happened, Bryce? More money. More money. Right? There you go. So, so, uh-huh. so uh, for a lot of managers and CEOs, so forth and so on, uh, in regards to sports, it's going, like, oh, wow, pickleball. So mostly pickleball guys, they play doubles. 
Rarely you see singles in pickleball. Now, as you begin to uh, see more of the tour players, they're gonna you're gonna see singles, and it looks very much like tennis. Okay, but the majority of just recreational players, we play uh, doubles. And so the numbers just increase. People's like, how did pickleball get to be so popular? Another thing, guys, is when there's a pickleball tournament, and I played in several, They, the pickleball tournament have your top players. Like you may have Coco Goff or you may have uh, uh, Nadal or whomever it may be that's playing uh, uh, in terms of tennis. There they are uh, 160, whatever the numbers are. Whereas in pickleball, at the same time, the top players are playing, the regular recreational players are playing as well. Okay. So if I was out on the tour enough, I'm not out there all the time. So I'm not considered to be a tour player. But I have played a number of pickleball tournaments that I was able to establish a great name. And so, but your everyday person, like a 5-0 player to, to a, I think, 2.53-0 player is playing a pickleball tournament. So you have about maybe amateurs is what you call it. We have about maybe sometimes five to 6,000 amateur players and maybe 100 uh, uh, tour players. And that's how pickleball gathers names. So if you're playing in those tournaments, you have to have membership. You're in the US, USAPA. And this year... The Margaritaville, which is a national, which it was played in uh, the Palm Springs area at, in New Wales, has been moved to um, Dallas, Texas. It's in Dallas, Ooh. Texas this year. In fact, it's going to be in about uh, three weeks, uh, the first week of November, that which is called Margaritaville. So people often, well, what, why those great numbers? And that's why the great numbers is a short learning curve. And it's just a lot of fun. It's very social. Pickleball has, has opened a number location in malls. I don't know if you heard about it. They have uh, uh, here in the Palm Springs area, they are in various malls. And it's a way to keep those malls going. And internationally, they are opening, especially in the United States, they are opening many, many, many malls. So uh, that has been great. Just some of the things that happened. Now, and I'm going to talk to you uh, uh, in terms of the tour players, but let me proceed on and see if you have any questions in terms of my book before I get into the tour players at all. <laughs> well, I guess the question that I have uh, uh -huh. is the title is so so very you know it's very strong. You never limit Thank yourself. You. So yes. Talk to us. How did how did that how did you come up with the title to this book? Because again, it absolutely makes a statement. Thank you so much. Well, Bryce, I tell you, uh, I I actually came. I had many names, and two days before the book is said, "This is your deadline for the book to be published." is when I came up with the name. So I thought what I would do, uh, when I look at life, Bryce, Isaac, when I look at life, I, I look at life is there are a lot of people, young and old, I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm a girl, I'm a boy, I can't do this, I'm black, I'm white, I'm blue, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm international. No, you're limiting yourself. Being from Alabama, I knew what it was to limit yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, I'm coming to California. That's where I'm going. And so I'm going out west where the goal is. But the reason why, because I didn't want to limit myself. 
Okay. And, 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 and when I say that is California has always been a place which is open for many, many opportunities. And I'm not saying that Alabama is not, but I, I, I know what it means when I look at Alabama from when I moved here to California almost 20 years ago and compare it to now and I go back home, uh, so forth and so on. So I thought that, gosh, what better name that not only could be applicable to tennis and pickleball, but applicable Bryce and, and Isaac in any given situation. So, and then my subtitle is let's all work together. Let's all work together. Meaning that let's communicate. Yes, we have the tennis courts. We have the pickleball courts. We, there's a time that you can utilize the courts and there's a time that we can utilize the courts. So, but to, for tennis players, because I play both and I love both. I love pickleball and tennis and I play both and I coach both. So I'm excited about it working together. Uh, and so for me, people say, well, uh, you're playing pickleball now. No, I'm, I'm still playing tennis. Tennis is still my first love, but I love pickleball as well. So I think it's so important that we all work together and, and realize that the, the courts can be shared. You know, I, I, when I grew up in Alabama, six of us, we had one bathroom, okay, <laughs> and, and Bessemer, Alabama, and we had to share. And, and I know a lot of us know about sharing. And so, but my brother would eat most of all my food. <laughs> and I used to share with him because I was trying to watch my weight. So I do know about sharing. And so I'm just so excited about both sports. So, so thank you so much. We can work together, communicate, respect one another, and love. That's what it's all about, Isaac and Bryce. It's about, you know, us working together and understand the importance of communication. So thank you. Very, very good question. So I have a follow-up question. You know, we, we hear a lot about the, the positive side of, of pickleball. You know, it's easy to learn. Uh, you don't have to cover as much cord. You know, yes. it's very available. It's rapidly growing. But I've heard some some challenges that the sport has. Um, okay. And particularly I've heard about like injuries with vibration on the paddles. Uh, what are some of the things that we're not hearing about pickleball that the sport has yet to grow on? Very good question. When you're talking about injuries, uh, Bryce, primarily when I started in pickleball and I was in Los Angeles, where you are, the Los Angeles area. And I was there at Huntington Beach, a location. There were about maybe two, 300 of tennis pros. We all were there. And they came and talked to us about pickleball. And I talk about it in my book. And there were three of us pros that immediately said, oh, my gosh, pickleball. And the rest go, I would be just like racquetball. And so I that's how I actually came here to Palm Springs because I knew pickleball. Uh, it was in my dreams, you know, certainly from above and uh, said pickleball is the future. And so therefore I I would be traveling back and forth, teaching tennis, learning pickleball here. And actually that's why I ended up moving here because there was no place for me to play in Los Angeles area. And uh, in fact, some people sort of laughed at me a little bit. When I see them, they said, Linda, you have the laugh, laugh. I said, oh, don't worry about it. But what happened is that what's going on at that particular time, Bryce, pickleball was mainly played by mature people. And I'm mature too now. So <laughs> pickleball was mainly 
played by over 50, 60, 70. Now we know that the two players now are not 50, 60, 70, right? <laughs> so therefore, there were injuries. And 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 because sometimes as we mature, there are limitations, right? And and they, there are injuries anywhere. So there were a, a a number of injuries in terms of some falls and some other things in regards to that. Another problem has been uh, Bryce with pickleball is the noise, the, the noise of the of the of the uh, of the uh, uh, the wiffle ball has been uh, one of the places of just a wonderful country club. They said, Linda, if you can come and explain to us how we can make uh, pickleball less noisy, you have the job. They said, because our members are concerned, the HOA people, so forth and so on, are concerned about noise. I said, I gave them a solution. We're going to play at a certain time. There is equipment we can purchase that make it less noisy. Uh, if you want to do that, but we, let's just at this time, since you have so many that want to play pickleball and and, and to uh, resolve the conflict, what we would do is just start uh, later and then we would end early. So we're talking about conflict resolution. Now, in terms of pickleball, uh, those were the two main things. And I know there's been a lot of People talking about the doctor and medical reports and a lot of this. And in sports, there's going to be injuries. But I think primarily because you are primarily dealing with mature people. So so those are, are – and, of course, the uh, we talked about uh, uh, taking over tennis courts. We, we talked about that previously. Those were the three major issues, some less things, but those are the three major issues that Pickleball had to encounter. And Linda, are you saying that the strategy for pickleball, because you mentioned how they're kind of moving into like the mall area. And I've been hearing a lot about that because, yes. of course, as we know a lot of malls are kind of shutting down. Stores are closing. There's a little bit of an issue there. And it seems as though pickleball is really being smart in the sense that they're trying to capture that space. And then for those stores that still remain in the malls, you've kind of got that that dual purpose, if you will. Are you are you seeing that more in, in the pickleball community as Absolutely. far as branching out? Absolutely. It's huge. Not, I mean, just all over the country. And that has been huge because a lot of malls are struggling because of, we know, of course, of the pandemic. So uh, pickleball being there and having the great numbers of people and, and just trying to find a place. People are just trying to pick a play, play pickleball anywhere. In the backyard, anywhere they this building little pickleball uh, locations are in the parking lot, or whatever. So the mall uh, being able to create opportunities to for people to come back to the mall because of the popularity of pickleball, I think it's been huge for our economy and for our, the United States. So that's that's true. That's been fantastic, Isaac. It's happening all over the country. And then can you talk, talk a little bit about how the world of tennis is really influencing pickleball? I mean, we're starting to see uh, pickleball tournaments be covered on the Tennis Channel. Uh, we're having exhibitions with tennis legends like Andre Agassi and John McEnroe and Steffi Absolutely. Graf and Sharapova. And we're also seeing some of our tennis professionals as they retire from tennis move over to professional pickleball, so Jack Sock and uh, Sam Query and the like. So your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Well, I'm going to say first, uh, uh, Bryce, is that, the, yes, we have the ones that are, are mature, uh, are retired, but we have like Tyra Black 
who is a young 20, she played on the tennis tour. We have some of them uh, uh, that are not retired that have come over as well. But yes, there are a number of retired players like the ones you named. They've been involved uh, with pickleball uh, for several years. I think most of them got involved maybe about two years ago. In fact, I think Jeannie Bouchard, uh, the Canadian, she's going to start on the tour uh, uh, 2024, I believe there, there's been some conversation, uh, talks, uh, that I've read about in terms of the brand brothers and many others that the ones you named, uh, uh, Surly Socket and, 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 uh, a few of those other guys, they have been involved with pickleball, but they are also still playing tennis as well. So yes, um, <clears throat> a number of two players like Ben Johns is the most popular male number one male tour uh, players, probably 2021 uh, in pickleball. He played uh, uh, on the tennis tour, but not at the level of of, uh, of some of the uh, top players. Um, we also have, I think, Anna Lee Waters, the 16-year-old. I think she has a tennis background as well. There are quite a number of the young tour players that do have a tennis background, but not to the degree of the top players. Um, so, yes, I expect to see that happen. I'm going to tell you, Bryce, how that happened, because uh, when when I started in, they didn't have, when I started in pickleball 2018, uh, 19, there was not any, there was some monies, but it was maybe 10, 15,000, wasn't much money at all. And then uh, sort of around 20, they began to pay more because they began to get, receive better sponsors. And during the pandemic, during that process is when they developed the PPA, the Professional Pickleball Tour, and the APP. It's where the players can play for money. Now, so they were, the money, the, the purse increased. But about a month ago, or maybe three weeks ago, the PPA and the, the Major League Pickleball team started pretty much the end of last year where LeBron James, Brady, and I saw Trey Young, and it showed him in the audience about a week or so ago. They were playing the PPA, APP, one of the tours were in Atlanta. He bought a pickleball team. And I think when they first purchased the pickleball teams, it was like a $4 million. So LeBron Brady, Draymond Green, Trey Young, many, some other football players and all, uh, mainly football and basketball players, maybe some celebrities invested in major league pickleball these are teams whereas the tour and the team concept is totally different well they had somewhat of a rift and they split about three weeks ago okay it was a big split it was it was huge and it just really kind of shattered the the uh, tour and so a lot of the players they had to make a choice who they were going to go with whether it's going to go with major league pickleball team uh, if they were going to go with the ppa and so he's going, oh, now the same thing, similar thing happened with tennis years ago. OK, I think maybe in the 60s, 70s, when when Arthur Ashe and, and uh, um, many of the uh, uh, other players like Jimmy Connors and so forth, so on. So during that particular time, the I think it was the Major League Pickleball team began to offer uh, two or three hundred thousand dollars to certain players. Okay, so with that split, it lasted for maybe 
about a week or two. Then they came back together because um, the top players and on the pickleball tour went with the PPA. Okay, and and then the uh, I would say maybe about 75 percent, um, uh, maybe 60, 75 percent of the other players, they went with the major league pickleball team. So they how they they realized they needed each other. Let's like my book said, let's all work together. So they came back together about maybe a week or two ago. <laughs> they had that that a uh, 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 problem, but they were able to resolve it. They actually, and so at that time, different players, uh, pickleball player, tour players signed with major league pickleball teams and they signed with the PPA, but they came back together. So now currently my understanding, they still together. So pickleball is going through its growing pains uh, because we are, we are talking about endorsement. We're talking about major money and pickleball. Now I, I could say that for sure that Ben Johns, the number one player in pickleball, and Lee Waters are for sure millionaires. Okay, they are. And and now at this current moment, I could probably say maybe the top three to, to maybe five players on the tour may be millionaires now. So it has changed. Oh, my gosh. If you, I'm going, oh, my gosh. So this would happen. In tennis years ago, a similar type thing. So uh, again, uh, it's it's uh, uh, I've been keeping up with it, and in uh, the process of writing another book, it's just evolving. And uh, you are absolutely right, right? It's going to be a number of tennis players you're going to see, especially in 2024, that will be playing on the pickleball tour because they're receiving two or three, four hundred or more. Thousand uh, dollar endorsement. Now they can they can go to the hotels and receive uh, whatever fees and have maybe a coach or whatever the needs are with that kind of money. So pickleball is certainly not where tennis is, but it's on its way in terms of uh, monies. So very very good. Thank you. Well, and Linda, I've got a question for you just in regards to, again, that evolution and expansion. So we were talking a little bit about how pickleball is really kind of very popular in the States, of course, um, and hasn't quite reached out to, you know, all around globally, I, I'll say it like that. So what are your thoughts as it relates to what you're seeing and its expansion outside of the U.S. and beyond? It's huge. I've just noticed China, a lot of Asia, Australia, uh, England, they all are developing pickleball programs. In fact, some of those places are offering us jobs and I'm going like, but I love the United States. So, but no, they are, they are, they, I mean, Isaac, they are really, really uh, having a number of tournaments and most of them have gotten involved. I would say started probably last year. Now what happened once the celebrities like the Kardashians and LeBron James and Brady, Oh my gosh. I mean, you just calling some of those names and, and let me just say this, Jamie Foxx, has a pickleball paddle called Best Paddle. And so, uh, uh, you know, I, I told him I'm going to promote all, all of pickleball uh, of all, comparing the two sports. Pickleball has so many paddle companies. I just, since I've been coaching pickleball, some of my parents or, or, or students, they said, well, I have a friend that just started pickleball and they're bringing me paddles. 
they just started pickleball powder company this was started pickleball my uh, cousin my son-in-law just started my darling i'm going like oh my gosh there are so many uh bryce and isaac there are so many paddle companies out there of course there's selkirk engaged the top ones uh uh the one that eula the name is j-o-o-l-a that uh, ben johns has it's it's franklin so forth and so on it, it's so but you have so many others that have made tremendous money because it's just a basic paddle I remember the paddles were under a uh, hundred dollars for pickleball. Now the paddles, I think the Ben John paddles start two hundred and some dollars, two hundred forty, fifty dollars. I'm going like, huh? So we're talking about <laughs> supply and demand. That that I don't never know of of tennis having that many racket companies. There were there were about there were about maybe top twenty or so. But I'm going like, oh my gosh, all these paddle companies. Now, are they going to be able to maintain later as the sport get more popular? Because the Eula paddle is probably number one. Selkirk, between Selkirk and Eula, J-O-O-L-A, uh, uh, the one Ben John signed with, and uh, Simone Jardine, uh, the top players. Uh, 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 I think Anna Lee is with another company, but Engage and so forth. So, And then a lot of your, your tennis companies, like I went Bab a lot. And I talked to them several years ago when they didn't have any paddles. And I said, y'all should be paying me. <laughs> I said, you need to get some pickleball paddles. So uh, it has been amazing in terms of, of just seeing the growth of pickleball. And uh, I, I just couldn't sit down without writing a book. Uh, because I think a lot of times, for me, this is the largest of anything in my life to seeing the growth of how pickleball has developed, guys. I'm just amazed. I'm going like, oh my gosh, I need to get a brand of clothing developed like that. You know, can I get the Kardashians or LeBron? Brand? <laughs> but no, pickleball is 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 truly is internationally is growing as well. So I would imagine probably in the next year or two, uh, you're going to see, you know, there're going to be some some issues in terms of. I'm going to tell you the issue that I have in my book, guys. And to get straight to the point, I, I address seven questions. And one of my, the issues in my book is whether pickleball can become a spectator sport. Now, I talked to some of the people in Bainbridge Island, and I was trying to get there this summer, but I was in Martha's Vineyards. They had their um, uh, uh, Founders Day tournament there with the families, some of the grandkids and so forth and so on that are still alive. Uh, the four, the families, the three to four families that started pickleball. It started in Bainbridge Island in 1965. And so they invited me to come and I'm hoping to come next year. I might even get a chance to go there sooner and talk with some of the uh, family members. And people will express, they really, they didn't really see pickleball uh, from some of the book persons in my book as a spectator sport. But they said, wow, we, we never saw that. Now, pickleball has a form where you're dinking. You've seen it. I know you all play with me. I know you play since. It's not that uh, 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 you have the Ernie, okay? You have the round the post. 
And so when it comes down to being spectacular, because when you're ding, 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 third shot drop, ding, 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 people are like, oh, I'm going to watch tennis, because, <laughs> but I'm going to play pickleball. So that is an issue, a question mark that I still don't have the answer to. It's going to be interesting, Bryce and Isaac. And I addressed that. I addressed that about two or three years ago. When I looked at pickleball, I said, "Can it become a spectator sport? It's fun, but a spectacular sport like tennis and others has to have a flair. Has to have some, some, some. Uh, uh, I mean, some things you go like, wow, ooh, wow, dinking. Uh, how can we make dinking?" spectacular or do you limit it or what ah so so those some issues and uh as i do more and more i'm starting to do videos and people's like oh my gosh you're addressing some issues that's because i've been in tennis for so long so i see i'm I'm, i got in on pickleball at an early stage when people laughed at me a little bit and and they just like oh my gosh you know and now they smile and but what I'm seeing is that it was a gift, and and to to see it develop, mm, can we turn it into something spectacular? Mm-hmm. There, the scoring has changed, Bryce and Isaac, mm-hmm. especially for major league pickleball teams. They are rally scoring instead of traditional scoring, where you can only score if you are a server. Okay, and mm-hmm. so with regular scoring, you can only score as a server, and then rally scoring is you know every point you get you know mm-hmm. I, I get a point and you get a point, so you have that in major league pickleball teams. So uh, that is 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 the question mark that that I get so many many times that I addressed several years ago. So uh, continue on with these great question, guys. Continue. Thank you so much. I did want to ask you about, you've mentioned that you're going to be writing a second book. So what's going to be the focus of book number two? Well, you know, there are a lot of things that's going on uh, as we see it develop. It's developing daily. So as as it develops, I journal. All right. I, I've been journaling. Let me just say this in my book. I talk about um, that, you know, I talk about um it was Oprah Winfrey about 20 years ago. She talked about writing down five blessings every day. And I started doing it, but I, I would write more than five. She would say, right. She write hers at night. Well, I'm an early morning person. I usually get up in the morning about four or five or six o'clock and, um, AM. And, and so at that particular time, uh, is when I get my ideas. So I began to journal back then when she stated this, so that's how I was able to easily write the book from my journal. And so um, from that, when she talked about that, I began to journal. And so I'm journaling now. That's how I know what's going on. When I tell you the rift that between the, the separation between the Major League Pickleball team and PPA and so forth and so on, a lot of people are not aware of what's going on. So uh, they're going to be, some other major changes in pickleball, I would say probably about the first of the year, if not before. Uh, anything that grows at a tremendous rate 
this way. Everybody talks about it. Nowhere you go. Pickleball, I can go anywhere. And they turn. When I mention, I can, I can talk about football, basketball, whatever. Ten, and then when I say pickleball, they say, oh, yeah, pickleball. I want to know more about it. And actually, guys, most people don't I think that pickleball started yesterday. I said, oh, no, no, no. Pickleball started in 1965 on Bainbridge Island in Seattle, Washington. They said, you sure? I said, I know. I said, read my book. And they and that's how I was able to sell a great, great number of books. So, uh, yes, yes. So one of the things about life, I just journal. And I have books everywhere. <laughs> so I will uh, continue. Uh, there are some other sports that's coming up, Bryce and Isaac, as I mentioned, at Platform Tennis, but they owe a lot of things. So we'll see. Uh, next time you talk to me, we'll see what I've developed since then, huh? So, uh, yes, yes, uh, there, there's a lot going on in the racket sports world. And a lot of people are not familiar with it because they just want to go out and play. But those of us who uh, I saw, I was quite young, but I saw, I used to play with a wood tennis racket. Okay. And so you all are a little bit younger than I am. So, but uh, I used to play I started with, with the wood racket. <laughs> I had I had a Wilson Jack Kramer yes, <laughs> racket. Right. That's right. Uh -huh. And so, uh, uh, in fact, I was at a pickleball facility the other day and a gentleman was playing with a wood racket. He made his own paddle. And they actually paddles. And he was playing. And I said, oh, my gosh, you should uh, get that design to somebody. Because it could be fun playing commemorative type activities, pickleball and, and uh, tennis with a wood paddle or tennis racket. So it's been a tremendous journey for me, guys. Uh, being at Martha's Vineyards was really fantastic. They still have a number of facilities that do not offer pickleball. Uh, but a lot of the presidents have a presence there. They have homes there and so forth and so on. And um, I was just so excited, guys. If you go to Martha's Vineyard, a lot of people haven't been there. And I was so thankful that I received that opportunity. There are people during the summer. Now, pretty much nobody's there hardly now. But in the summer, there are like literally hundreds and thousands of people in Eggertown where the Obamas live further down uh, South Beach. There are people in Oaks Bluffs. There are people in uh, uh, Vineyard Haven. And it's so expensive to find a place to stay there. Oh, I thought people were teasing about that, guys. It's, it's just literally so expensive. The, the, uh, for one night, you, and during the summer, starting about June, you're going to have to be paying at least about if you don't have connections or, or someone you know probably at least about five it's nothing to play five and six hundred dollars a night or more just tremendous wow. so i learned a lot uh uh in terms of life and and uh and pickleball again when i was in the hamptons i last summer and this summer maybe west palm i've been invited Ooh. they said you need to go to some of those elite places Lynn. i said yes I said, tennis took me around the world, but pickleball is taking me to the elite places of the world. So, uh, I, and of course, with that, I do go to the inner city and help store pickleball teams and do whatever I can as well. So it's been a great journey. Pickleball has been fantastic for me. So I'm still 
trying to get the organizations who may want to work together. And people still looking at me going like Linda and I, but I think that as a person like myself, I think it is incumbent on us to do our part. And people say, well, you know, I, I said, but I'm going to do my part. And so this book is dedicated to let's all work together. However, Bryce and Isaac, it can be applicable in any given situation. People have been using my book in various organizations and so forth and so on uh, about life and working together. And you all know the two of you all work together. You understand you have to sit down and communicate because I have a way and method of means that I want things to be accomplished, which may be totally different from what you want to. And so I'm so excited. And I have to mention my friend, Glenn Gillum. Glenn Gillum has been such a friend of mine and he's been on this journey with me. And I'm, I, I, I got a chance to, we talked about Brothers on Tennis and he would often talk about, that's when I first heard about you all. And Glenn said, Linda, you know, I said, I did. I talked with them about pickleball. And I said, I, I, they got back in touch with me and we're going to meet again and talk again. And he's so excited. But Glenn has been a huge help to me along the way on this journey uh, and, and what I've been doing. Because he knows that uh, it's really been uh, really exciting for me and it's really been a gift from above. And I, I really thank God for that. And I thank it. Thank you all for this great opportunity. And if you have any further questions I have, I'll be happy to answer. And it's just so wonderful to see y'all and to know that you was at the U.S. Open and hoping the same thing to be in Parabas as well. Absolutely. And then Linda, I just have kind of a question bringing it back around to, of course, the tennis piece. You are sure. a coach of tennis. Are you planning to do or are you continuing to also do uh, coach in tennis as well? Because you've got the book, you've got pickleball, you've got all of these things that are happening. Are you are you kind of still making space for? <laughs> for Very good question. When I was in Martha Vineyards, I did teach tennis when I was in the Hampton and then here uh, in Palm Springs. Uh, uh, I, I do some teaching of tennis. Uh, I have to say, Bryce and Isaac, you all are fabulous. I have to say that my life has been primarily focused and centered around pickleball because, again, you know, I'm mature. So a lot of us were like, oh, pickleball, you know, I can do an underhand serve, Bryce and, and Isaac. So uh, bet on my body, to, to be honest. OK, so but I love tennis. I still play tennis. I still coach tennis. And I try to attend any trainings and uh, provide information. And to, I use I use my tennis to people say, well, you're good and you're, you're gaming. And, 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 and when I first started playing pickleball, everybody wanted to play with me. And it was because of tennis. So, again, uh, very good question, Isaac. Tennis is my first love. However, we have to move forward. And moving forward for me was, uh, uh, you know, being able to sustain my, sustain my body a little bit better, even though um, in many ways we have had, you know, it's going to have injuries in any sport. But again, yes, I still uh, uh, love and, and play quite a bit. And so, uh, but uh, my main focus in terms of playing tournaments have been pickleball but i can still give you all a hard time in tennis now <laughs> <laughs> oh, i know you can well i tell you what we are absolutely so happy to have reconnected with you and we are looking forward to seeing you again 
in Palm Springs in the March time frame. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I know I want to get back out on a pickleball court for sure and get another lesson uh, uh, from you uh, for sure. But once again, can you show the cover of your book? We just want sure. our, um, our viewers to be able to see. This is Never Limit Yourself by Linda Paulding. Um, whether you're a pickleball player, uh, a tennis player, or someone who's just trying to navigate through life, great book for you to pick up and read and support our very, very good friend. So Isaac, any last words uh, you have for, for today? Honestly, just, just to reiterate what I started with, Linda, it is always such a pleasure Thank connecting you. with you, Thank talking you with you. Appreciate your wisdom, appreciate your efforts and what you are doing in the in the in 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 both sports. I mean, you are doing so very much Thank and you. we appreciate you. you and hope that you know that everything that you do is very much appreciated. Absolutely. It's amazing because I was mentioning you all to Richard Williams. And I need to to I need to get you all set up with Richard Williams. He called, he's been calling me and talking about the book and so forth. So and he called me yesterday, called me today, and they said, oh, Richard is calling you out. I said, yes, you know. So so uh let me let me make that connection with you all. Uh uh he, he sounds well, he's doing well. A lot of people that I started with, Richard, I used to be sit in the, the uh, uh, prime seats with him years ago. And I used to advise him a girl and the girls and was a confidant. And uh, I was happy to do that and, and did some uh, uh, coaching. I, I, I worked at the federal government for a while, then went into uh, 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 coaching tennis. And so, but we've had a long time relationship and uh, with the family and when the girls were younger, Sort of like the same way with Rick Macy. We were all there when mom and dad were in charge. And so um, I'm, I'm excited that uh, to just share with you all that he's doing well and he's uh, uh, excited about uh, various things that's going on. A lot of the uh, uh, tennis uh, greats are beginning to uh, watch pickleball with a watchful eye. Okay, and so they said, oh, uh, uh, I talked to Kamal uh, Sloan Stevens coach uh, 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 and maybe almost a month ago. And they said, how can we make money in pickleball, Linda? So it has been a great journey for me, guys. And if anybody that I can help you with in terms of your program uh, as I reconnect uh, uh, in ways, because working for Black Tennis Magazine is when I was out there on the circuit more. But now that I'm, you know, involved, you know, now that I'm an author, uh, Bryce, as you mentioned, being an author, uh, things are beginning to happen for me again, and it's going quite well. And thank you all again. And well, I tell you uh, what, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that you all, I'm just so proud of you all, and I know your you. parents are as well. You are doing a fabulous job. God thank you. you. Well, I You're tell you what, our, our followers would absolutely love to. Uh, hear and see us talk to Richard and get an update okay. on what's going on with him. So we will uh, happily accept that, <laughs> that assistance there. But once again, thanks for being on Linda and to our, our followers and our viewers, please check out her book, Never Limit Yourself. Um, we're so excited and happy for her success. So with all of that, on behalf of the podcast with Linda Paulding, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, stay well. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs>